0: Is the up and running morning show? I am Rick, your host. It is a pleasure to be here, and I thank you for letting me be myself each and every weekday morning. And man, you should see me on the weekends if you think this is being myself, but you know, I only share the mornings with you five days a week, two days are mine. And it's a great pleasure when I can share part of my day, part of my morning here on the air with somebody who I really care about and really appreciate them being in the studio with me this morning. Good morning, Caroline Phipps.
1: Good morning, Rick. And how are you today?
0: I'm doing the best I can. I'm pretty good, actually. Thanks. And you're looking lovely. And how are you?
1: Well, I want to thank you for letting me be myself, too.
0: Well, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to let you be yourself. And everyone should enjoy some kind of uh, feeling good about who they are and what they do.
1: And it's uh, an interesting segue that you make because I wanted to let everybody know about a new initiative I'm launching called Living with Spiritual Elegance.
0: Spiritual Elegance, like uh, do you mean dressing up spirituality in a way that makes it more attractive?
1: I'm talking about being um, aligned in a way inside that helps you to deal with situations that are difficult in an elegant manner Mm. rather than stomping around and ranting and raving. Just being in flow and able to accommodate whatever is thrown our way. Mm.
0: And um, how do you go about doing such?
1: Well, I think... There are a number of tools that are at our disposal, and I call those elegant aspirations. Mm. Mm. And my elegant aspiration for this month is the magnitude of gratitude. Mm. And with the spring coming, hard to imagine that right now, as there was ice in your parking lot when I came in this morning. But That is true. I thought with spring coming, we should talk a little bit about gratitude, because having got through this winter, Hmm. here we are, and we have a lot to be thankful for, even when things are difficult in our lives.
0: Absolutely. And uh, today, spring starts at 12.57 p.m. today.
1: There we are. You see, I'm bang on time.
0: Yes, perfect timing. As we welcome spring, we have much as you said, to be grateful for. Even as I look out my front door of my humble abode, there are still four-foot-tall mountains on either side of the driveway from shoveling all winter. And it physically put a toll on me and mentally put a toll on me, but I'm getting through it. And I'm grateful that today is spring and that the weather is going to be turning towards uh, more sun more sunshine an abundance of sunshine in our lives and that's that's a perfect time of the year i've seen a lot of robin redbreasts, the harbingers of spring and just starting to awaken from being dormant and shoveling all winter
1: you know one thing that made me focus on gratitude recently was watching the oscars hmm. and how is that Well, in Matthew McConaughey's speech, he said something really interesting. You know he won the Oscar for Best Actor. And he said something really interesting. He said, it's scientifically proven that gratitude reciprocates... Mm. And I thought, goodness me, there's wisdom to be had at the Oscars hmm. because because people are full of gratitude and acknowledging one another and thanking each other. And then you see people up there on the podium having won and you think, well, easy for you to be filled with gratitude. You've just mm-hmm. got an Oscar. Mm-hmm. You know, what about the rest of us with our difficult lives? But we all know people who appear to have it all and are usually dissatisfied, and they're not especially nice to be around. Mm. You know, there's people are very attracted to a good vibe, and people who make them feel good about themselves, and I'm very grateful for you, and you're very grateful for me, and so we're reciprocating, and we feel good, and then we send that out there to everybody else. So it's, it's sort of like a, a gratitude virus that spreads.
0: So how else can people express gratitude and let well other people know that they're being grateful?
1: Well, I think an important thing is to focus on the little things because they start to add up. So if we are very grateful for the person who helped us get breakfast on the table this morning, or very grateful to the person we tune into on the radio, or very grateful for the person who... Let's be grateful for Sly Stone, right? Come on. Sly, Come on. Yeah. So, being So getting into the flow of gratitude, because when you are in the flow of gratitude, it means that you have a mindset that good things can come from outside of you and will come to your aid when you need them. And you live in a benevolent world. If you're constantly dissatisfied, you think, well, there's not enough. Mm. There's never enough. And so you focus on there's never enough, and then you get more and more of there's never enough.
0: And you want more and more of there's never enough.
1: And the world seems like a malevolent place that is, oh, look what happened to me. This always happens to me. Oh, miserable, miserable. And people with that mindset, things like that often do seem to happen to them where you think, good Lord, how could that possibly have happened to you? And yet it, it, it does. So if you live in a mindset that gives you the idea of a benevolent world that's going to come to your aid, think about the stress relief that you get from knowing that.
0: Mm hmm And I would rather be in a benevolent world than any other one where there's love being spread all around all the time and, you know, people being grateful for, like you said, little things as well as big things. I mean, everything is important in its own right. And now, what else... um, is part of your initiative?
1: Well, I'm going to do an elegant aspiration each month, which, if I may, I will come and share with you once a month. Sure. And I thought, next month we could do forgiveness. Mm. This month we're going to focus on gratitude. And the other thing, um, or one of the other things that I'm wanting to do, is to start collecting stories from people about people who are in and have experienced very difficult situations but have turned them around in a way where they use that. um, Maybe it's personal tragedy, maybe it's illness, maybe breakups of some kind. But the people who interest me the most are the ones who understand that a very difficult situation can become a way to learn and gain knowledge that you can then use to give other people when they're in a similar situation. Mm. So instead of thinking, oh, you know, why did that horrible thing happen to me? If you can turn it into a tool for knowledge and growth, then the horrible thing ends up with, it's still horrible but it ends up with a purpose. Mm -hmm. And then you can hand that information on to other people who might be in need of some strength from you. So I'd love to hear any stories or any people who would advocate for other people who um, might like to be a part of my elegant portraits.
0: And how do folks, you know, go about doing that? How do they get in touch with you and... Get you these stories and these
1: ideas uh, the best way to do that would be to send me an email at caroline carolinephipps dot com
0: and so these folks would would give in their stories. Um, are you going to talk about them at any time in the future
1: yes i'm putting together um, a series, and some I would love to be able to interview some really compelling characters. Hmm. I have a, a friend who I met fairly recently who suffered from muscular dystrophy and he ended up in a maximum security prison for a minor, minor offense. Well, it wasn't even him. It was his friend. Mm. And he was nine years in Greenhaven prison in a wheelchair and barely able to move. And the conditions were awful. And instead of thinking, how on earth did I end up being this disabled and in a maximum security prison, instead of thinking those things, because he really had every excuse to say, oh, my Lord, poor me. This is a man called uh, Terence Stevens who runs an initiative called um, In Arms Reach, a charity for children who have incarcerated parents. But while he was in prison, he put together um, a group of disabled prisoners. And it's always hard for me to imagine there are Mm. disabled prisoners. It seems like could things Mm -hmm. get any worse? Mm -hmm. And he was able to help with them all banding together to get conditions better Mm. for the people. So he focused on what he could do in there. And then when he came out, he set up this fantastic charity for children of the incarcerated where he takes them to see their parents and has them, helps them with their education. And he, to me, is the epitome of spiritual elegance. And maybe having gone through a situation where you don't necessarily expect to find an elegant life. Those are the stories that really fascinate me.
0: And... Folks should send their stories to caroline at carolinephipps.com. And is that the best way, folks, to get in touch with you?
1: Yes, it is. That would be absolutely perfect.
0: All right. And all the best to you and to Dennis. And uh, I do appreciate you being here. I'm always grateful, especially to hear about spiritual elegance and the need to be grateful and the want to be grateful and to deliver that gratefulness to others is really important so thanks caroline
1: and it's so great for our well-being living in a less stressful environment is good for us in every single way
0: and also a a good healthy diet
1: well there's that too but (laughs) i think you could be grateful for your beer rick no beer for
0: me. No beer for you. <laughs> it's the up and running morning show on ninety-eight one KZE. It's nine twenty-one. Our guest this morning has been Caroline Phipps. We're gonna take a quick break and get you back to more musical diversity. Caroline, we'll catch up with you again in a month. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Ninety eight one K Z E.